Everyone can criticize. I can criticize. Everyone can complain. I certainly complain. But how about coming up with some solutions? Let's try that today. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Steelers. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into hockey and or baseball. I also offer daily shots of Penguins and Pirates in the same place that you found this. The Steelers will be back at practice fully today on the south side. They'll be playing the Titans on Thursday night of this week. Short amount of time to prepare, short amount of time to adjust, to say the least, with just really the one full practice. But let's come up with some solutions anyway. Ideally, solutions that would be realistic. And I'm going to start with exactly the kind of Captain Obvious content that you had in mind when you pressed play on this episode today. How about throwing to George Pickens for more than one catch? How about doing that? There is a grand total of exactly one player, count him, one, who could be considered star caliber on this offense. I'm not being mean when I say that. Name the other and I'll counter it and I'll probably be a little bit rude in doing so. George has that capability. The only thing that holds George back is the amount of times that he touches the football. Targeted four times, made one catch, made an outstanding run to break first through and then away two Jacksonville defenders for a touchdown. Very, very impressive. And that was it. That was it. Somebody handed the Steelers the keys to a Maserati and they decided to park it up on the eighth floor with the grease trucks while they rattle around in their Kias. That's, that's, that's what this is. This is an asset being wasted to the extreme. Anything more that I say on this will be insulting everybody's intelligence. So let's proceed to number two. For God's sake, run like you mean it. And no, I'm not throwing hints at Najee Harris anymore. I don't even want Najee getting the majority of the carries. If I want somebody who runs like they mean it, I want Jalen Warren. And if I want those runs to look like the Steelers mean it, I'm also deploying a whole lot more of Darnell Washington to the left edge of the line. And yeah, I'd be putting Broderick Jones out there instead of Dan Moore, but that's just me and it's not going to happen. So again, trying to keep this realistic. Let's see some force of will. Let's see the Steelers do at least a tiny fraction of all the stuff that all of the management types were expressing over the summer that they'd hoped to generate with this offense. Remember all that? It was coming from Art Rooney. It was coming from Omar Khan. It was coming from Andy Weidel. Actually, it was coming from Weidel in spades. And yeah, it came from Mike Tomlin too. We haven't seen it. We haven't seen anything even remotely resembling it. When the Steelers have a third and one or whatever it is, more often than not, you're going to see them try to get cute. You know, one of the plays, by the way, from Sunday, 
that really, I, I think, didn't get enough criticism was when the Steelers got down to the goal line and they tried that little inside shovel pass to Connor Hayward. Who are you trying to out-clever? This, this offense was built a certain way. It doesn't mean it was built well, but that was the intention. And you're trying to get cute down there with your number three, number four tight end? Okay, just that, what I said. Number three, bring the house. And yeah, I know that this current incarnation of this defense doesn't blitz. Why would you blitz, after all, when you have T.J. Watt and Alex Highsmith and you don't need the extra numbers? Well, you're not going to have... Minka Fitzpatrick, according to Tomlin. And that means you're probably going to be pretty susceptible to the deep ball. But you're facing a rookie. And please, please don't tell me about Will Levis throwing the four touchdowns in his magical NFL debut last week. He's a rookie quarterback. There are ways, if you can scheme properly, to confuse him. There are ways to fluster him. There are ways to get to him. I would much rather see these ways pursued with vigor than I would DeMonte Casey getting tested on deep balls. Following me here? Okay, go after him. Get him. Don't overthink this. Pin the ears back. When we come back, J1Q... This segment of Daily Shot is brought to you by our good friends at Mike's Beer Bar. They're located on Federal Street, directly across from PNC Park. Mike has more than 500 beers on tap, including from more than 50 local breweries. Stop in and say hello. Tell Mike we sent you. Mike's Beer Bar. Today's J1Q comes from Bob, who says, DK, while I know there's a lot more to correct than just the quarterback position, haven't we seen enough of Mitch Trubisky at this point? When he was starting, he wouldn't throw downfield, I guess, because he's trying to be conservative and protect the ball. But he comes off the bench. He's slinging it all over. He's getting picked. Minus three against Baltimore last year. Minus two against the Jaguars. I would trade... Trubisky to Minnesota if they'll have him and start Mason Rudolph until Kenny Pickett is ready. Forgetting the optimistic trade scenario, would you simply start Rudolph at this point? Let me elaborate on this point, Bob. No. And thanks for listening, everybody. And that was a great show. No, seriously, man. I mean, no. No. First, I'm going to Share with everybody again, and I I did bring this up on yesterday's show. My belief is that Kenny's going to play on Thursday. Uh, He's got a rib. He can take a shot, meaning like a a shot, like from a syringe, and he can get Kevlar'd up, and that's my understanding for what will happen. He's going to play Thursday. However, however, you know, he's going to be in a position where obviously if he takes a solid hit or even just a hit in the right place, the right way, he could be right back out again. Mason is not your guy. Uh, you might look out there and see things that you don't like from Mitch. I'm with you on that. The interception into triple coverage the other day was wow. 
And that was Allen Robinson, too, with Deontay Johnson, incidentally, wide open over to his right. That's just, that's who Mitch has been, including his half decade with the Bears and ever since. He thinks that every theoretical throw that's out there is possible because I guess they were possible when he was younger and he was playing at lower levels. That's definitely what his reputation was coming out of college. He could do anything. Well, the NFL doesn't let you do anything, no matter who you are. And he pays the price for it way too often. And nothing, I'm not sure about your statement there that he, you know, is more conservative when he's starting or whatever. I, I don't see a conservative bone in his body. I don't see it in practices. I didn't see it in Latrobe this summer. Uh, he just flings it. He just thinks it's going to get there. And I don't believe that that's the best option that the Steelers have. Now, now, comparing Mitch to Mason, Mason just doesn't look like an NFL quarterback. He gets the happy feet. He's a little bit too excitable. And he can't complete the short passes. Mason will put up the occasional bomb or two because that was his thing in college. He and James Washington down there in Oklahoma were connecting on everything, and it wiped away the need for the remainder of the offense. That was just what they did. They just hit home runs, those two. Well, again, the NFL doesn't allow you to do that. They have a ton of ways to take that away from you. And as soon as you see Mason having to make any kind of reads or execute a timing pass or a touch pass no it doesn't happen it doesn't happen kenny's gonna play kenny's the guy you want playing and if kenny isn't playing mitch actually is the guy that you'd want out of the other two i appreciate the question i appreciate everybody listening to daily shot of Steelers, and we will do another one of these tomorrow 